quick shout out to all of our sponsors. Started with Taigatu. This is a brand that's based out here in the Northwest. Started by two brothers and their motto is freedom from ordinary. This brand is an amazing lifestyle brand. Go check them out. Taigatu. Use the code TOPRATINGMMA for a discount at the checkout. Reweb, they're a veteran-owned digital marketing agency and they're on a mission to help one million small businesses and feed one billion people by giving back. In fact, if you go to their website, you can fill out a form right now. They will give you a personalized video review of your website and help you with some strategies for free. Just tell them Top Radio May sent you. Go check them out, rewebbed.com. Combat flags, they do flags like the one behind me and the original combat flag, which is a four by six inch flag made by fatigues that are donated to combat flags from soldiers that wore them. And the cool thing is every combat flag that comes out to you has the story of the soldier that wore that fatigue. They have donated close to $80,000 to stop soldier suicide, a great organization. Go check them out, Combat Flags. Rep Sports, look, this is not your typical supplement store. These guys have everything and they taste great and it's good prices. Protein, weight loss, muscle build, pre-workout, you name it, they've got it. Plus, they're the makers of Ray's Energy. Like I said, go check them out. Rep Sports at TopRatedMMA.com. Use the code TopRatedMMA for 15% off your order and go order them today. Amanda, you're a Bellator fighter, all around badass. Thank you so much for taking time. I so appreciate it. I appreciate you too, man. Thank you. Yeah, you train out of probably one of the best gyms that I know of in, in Warrior Camp out there. But you weren't always there. You used to be at a gym called Animals MMA out there in Hubbard, Oregon. What was what made you decide to change, and, and how's Warrior Camp going for you? Um, I changed for a few reasons. I mean, I was just, you know, all around needing change. Gotcha. Um, and just, you know, I, uh, I kind of wanted to come out here and just get a new feel on things and just, I don't know, take my take myself in a different direction when it comes to my career um and uh I just kind of felt like I just I just kind of felt like I needed something more I guess um yeah. I mean I had I had I had a, quite a lot of skill you know at my disposal being at Animals MMA I had some really you know strong teammates and and whatnot but I I've, I really like being at Warrior Camp um my my manager Jason got me linked up with them and uh I was already in the process of thinking about um, relocating actually um, okay. before I ever actually came out here. I, it was funny because Roxanne Mottaferry, who I'm close with, she was like, so what do I got to do to convince you to come out here? Like she wanted me to come out to Vegas and join syndicate. And I almost, I almost considered it actually. I, yeah. I really heavily thought about going that way instead, but I wanted to stay on the West coast and, you know, or, or stay just kind of in the area that I'm used to. And, I've got family out here as well. My grandmother's out here who hasn't seen me like half my life. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, the change was just, you know, looking for just something different, you know, something more. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, I have, you know, multiple coaches and really, really good teammates that are, you know, always there. And um, just, yeah, it's just, we're just being in a bigger location. It's been great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that's just really about it. It was just, you know, me just wanting change for myself yep. for a lot of different reasons. We could probably sit here for hours and talk about that, but oh, um, yeah. just, you know, I needed change. I needed some necessary change for myself and, and whatnot. It's not going quite as I had hoped just, you know, because of the COVID shutdown and it sure. ended up taking me back to Oregon, unfortunately, you know, but 
so now I'm having to divide my time between home and coming up here to train and going back home. So it's just gonna I'm gonna have to figure that out as time goes by. What's what's gonna happen? But um, for now, it's you know I'm, I'm here and doing really good. I love it. It's great, great camp. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Pablo Alfonso and the team he's got over there. Amazing job for those guys and excited to have you at Warrior Camp because those guys are close. I'm really close with those guys in general anyways and such great people there. But you've been fighting for a long time with a background in karate, Aikido, you know, Hungar and, and Tai Chi. I think your first enemy fight was back in 2008. But I was looking at your record there and in 2018 you didn't have any fights on your record. What happened during that year when you didn't have any fights? I was going through a lot of... Uh... A lot of personal battles okay. within myself, you know, things that I'm actually even kind of working on even right now. Yeah. Um, you know, just improvement of my own emotional state and mentality and so forth. But um, I was, there was a lot going on that year. Um, gosh, I had, um, I had my debut in Bellator and then I had um, another fight, which I ended up losing. And something about that, I don't know what it was. There's something about that loss really just kind of drove me down and, I started to really kind of get stuck in my head and question if this was something I really wanted to keep doing or if it was even worth my time. And I just kind of, I don't know, I felt a lot of uncertainty within myself. So I actually went back to work, um, working regular nine to five. I went back to my welding job, which um, welding and fabricating is something that's kind of been a passion of mine for the last several years of my life. And I would love for to actually take it further. That's kind of my, my idea of a fallback at this point, I guess. Um, yeah for when I'm ready to retire, but, like, I, um, I also, uh, my mother, um, she was going into heart, we knew she was going to be having heart surgery, and this is actually the second heart surgery she's had in her life, um, so that year we knew something was coming, and I think they wanted me, they wanted me to fight in, like, June or something, and then my mom's surgery was happening in, happening in April, so I went down to Med, went back to Medford, Oregon, actually for um, God, like three, four weeks. I was down there while she was in the hospital and taking care of that because all my 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 family lives in California, and I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of the only one who really like who really keeps an eye on my mother. Gotcha. So she she needed me, you know. And in the yeah. end, um, I had to I had to kind of take priorities in that direction and go down there and make sure that you know things were okay. So that year was just a really rough me mentally emotionally and I was just like I can't commit to a fight right now I don't even know if I want to keep doing this so I took the whole year to find out what it was what it was I wanted to do with myself you know yeah yeah and that kind of leads to the next question obviously all fighters train physically for fights but I'm very interested in the mindset of fighters and how do you train mentally for your fights um god see that's the thing is like over the years that's my 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 I guess my answer to that has really changed in a lot of ways. Um, I think the key thing is definitely staying, staying on schedule, staying on task um, and kind of keeping your, you know, not keeping yourself, you know, accountable for making it to training and being there when your coaches tell you to be there. And I, you know, I was getting into a, a point where I uh, was kind of, making my own schedule, I guess you could say, okay. um, kind of trying to do my own thing and it really wasn't working for me. So that was yeah. kind of a piece of advice that Enoch Wilson from Animals MMA really left me with before I left is just, you know, listen to your coaches and, you know, not that I never listened to him. It's just sometimes I get into a funk where I just kind of go and do my own thing because I just was so disconnected. Like it's, it's been kind of, you know, we all, I think, struggle with, uh, with some sort of mental, you know, 
blockade to some degree. Um, totally. We all struggle with our emotional emotional setbacks and so forth. So definitely, I definitely I see myself in a lot of ways get stuck in a place where I shouldn't be. So I guess the biggest thing is just to, you know, I've, I've learned that I really have to learn to push things out of the way um, and not get distracted by the stresses and the things that surround life. Cause we all, you know, we all go through, we all have things that come up and yep. people that make it hard on us. And then we have people that who just want to watch us excel. So they're, you know, they're there in any kind of way, shape or form. So I think it's a matter of just bringing your tribe close to you. That is going to be consistent to help you and um, keep your mind there. And even when I'm by myself, I have to do things to make myself feel better. Cause I'm the type that kind of gets stuck in my head a little too much. So, sure. um, it's just a matter of if I feel like I'm getting clouded in my head, if I feel like I'm stressing about too much that shouldn't be important at that time, I've got to find something else. So I've, I've actually realized, because like some people I've noticed they'll, they'll go run or they'll do something active, of course, to get their mind clear. I've actually found a lot of solace in swimming. Okay. Um, that's something I've been picking up, and that's kind of what's nice about the area I'm at because there's Idaho's full of lakes. They're huge, right. full of huge, enormous lakes that – are beautiful um so just being out in nature i think is a big one for me um i don't know i can't really speak for everybody else and sure. you know some people like to draw close to who they're around i personally like to spend as much time alone as i can you know because okay. okay. i guess I, I get ready for the fact that i'm in the gym i'm around a bunch of people all the time every day you know for hours hours a night and then i go to the show and it's just people 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 and i'm like I could be a people person, but at the same time, I'm kind of not, you know, so sure. you having to battle with the crowd and the cameras and stuff. I think during my camp, I try to find as much alone time as possible. Um, and I find that by going places out in the wilderness or out in nature, and that's always been just a huge part of me is just to seek that solidarity or to seek that solitude, I should say. Yeah. Um, when I'm getting ready for this, because it just helps me clear my mind, clear my spirit, clear my head, and feel like I can actually take on the day. Otherwise, I get so stuck in my own anxieties and my own fears um, that it's like I just I, I get paralyzed and I, I feel like I can't move. You know, I feel like I I yeah. lose my focus to go out and get done what I need to get done. So it's like I really have to realign my mind with with what's important. So it's for me it's I don't know for me it's kind of difficult sometimes. Because yeah. I have such an active mentality, and I think of things in so many so many different ways. It's uh, I, I kind of you know I, I have that ruminating thought process that sometimes holds me back. So it's a matter of just having to focus on what's important. So I, I, I think I guess that would be the biggest thing is just spending time alone for yeah. me and uh, just clearing my energy. Gotcha. Well, you were born out in, in Oakland, but you obviously uh, now live on a ranch, and ranch and farm strength is so much different than gym strength. When you're in the cage, how much of an advantage does that ranch and farm strength give you? You know, I I get, I, I think a good amount. I mean, there's definitely, yeah, like you said, there's a difference in gym strength and somebody who's just been working all their life. Yeah. You know, I've, I've grappled with men who were much older than me, you know, older guys, who were just stupid strong, you know, right. and a lot of guys that I, that, you know, I know who are laborers or who do some sort of, uh, like construction, anything, you know, who do some sort of like heavy labor for their own, for their own work and their own life. Those seem to be the, you know, the strongest people in the gym always. Right. Um, so I, I, I think, yeah, it, it does make a difference. Um, 
I guess it really depends on how much you do and how hard it is every single day. Um, and it is just, it's repetitive <laughs> really. Yeah. So, um, I guess it really just, I mean, it depends. I mean, I, I would say that a lot of it too can be mentally exhausting. Sure. Like when I was at, back home for the week of my birthday, we had a day where we had to go, um, stack hay and get it out of the field. Um, yeah. we, source, we source our own hay off of the, um, 50 acres that we live on. Um, and, um, that's a whole lot of go there, load it up until you can't load anymore, go back, unload it, go back for more, you know, back and forth. And literally like there was a day where I was so exhausted from doing it. I had to think of it as like, okay, this is round one. This is round two. This is the third round. This is the last round, you know, we're going to get the last of it. You know what I mean? So if anything, you know, it's, it kind of makes you, you can't, it's like your body kind of gets used to it after a while. Yep. You really do become accustomed to it, and it's not, it, it doesn't feel as exhausting, but it lasts longer. Like, I think we spent like a regular six, eight hour day getting all that hay out of there. And then by the end of it, I was so drugged down, tired. I was like, oh, you know, just, but it, it definitely, it, it's like I said, it, it gets easier, but we, it still takes up so much, so much time. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's like putting your your one hour workout and kind of stretching it out for that length of time to get the job done because you can't stop you know and especially right. on a day when we're like we had to get the we had to get the hay out of there because rain was coming which rain will destroy it right and then you lose your source to feed your animals so I mean it's it's very mentally mentally exhausting mentally tough and it's physically demanding you know it's physically tough so I think in a way it does help me in some small avenues in the gym just for mental toughness um and physical like just physical conditioning and so forth it, yeah. uh, i wouldn't say that it you know i still have to train and do everything else to get ready for the actual fight itself but sure. you know it's uh i think i kind of think it's it's the character developer too you know oh, absolutely you can you can be there to do this type of stuff it makes everything else seem a lot easier yep oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, every fighter loses and, and you flip-flopped wins being at Bellator over the last few years. And every fighter has this, you know, different reactions to losses. What do you do when you get a loss? Do you, you know, go watch the tape? Do you hit the gym right away? Or, or what helps you kind of prepare for the next battle? I hide. hide? Okay. <laughs> I, I go hide. I, I don't know. Um, it really depends. Like there's been times where I've lost a fight and I haven't given a shit. I just pack my stuff and say, whatever, let's go downstairs and party. And there's times where I've got my face in my hands. I'm crying like all fucking night. Excuse okay. my language. But, you know. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I guess I think it really depends. I, I still haven't really figured that out in myself, whether it's, you know, me beating myself up, feeling like I didn't do enough in my camp, or if, you know, I knew that I, I could have done, done something to prevent the loss. You know, I... I do kind of go again into those ruminating thoughts and just obsess over what the hell happened and what I might've done and, and so forth. And I don't know. It depends. I mean, I, I, I definitely take a break. <laughs> I definitely go take a break because I get so mentally stressed out from what, what I do. Gotcha. That is even, even when I win, I I've got to go hide for a few weeks and okay. just decompress, you know? So I think it's, right. it's kind of the same. Um, and even lately, I guess, I think I've, I don't know what it is. Um, even when I've had like, when I've had a really good win in, in the back of my head, I'm kind of been like, okay, can I go home now? <laughs> you okay, know, gotcha. like yeah, yeah. That, 
you know, that, that excitement and that high of that celebration that I used to feel years and years ago kind of isn't there anymore. So it's all like, yeah, I won. It's cool. Yeah, okay. I, I want to go home. <laughs> you right. know, and just, you know, I, it just really depends. Um, and it's still a part of me that I still haven't quite figured out. So I, you know, I, I'm turning a little indifferent to all of it really, but, um, uh, I definitely got to take a break. I, I think, I think I don't get affected by it quite the way that some people do. Um, sure. you know, they, they take a loss and makes them mad and then they just, they go in the gym and they drive and they drive and they drive and they just, they go right back the very next week. And I'm like, that's nice. I don't want to do that. I just uh, got to take a break and I just yeah. got to decompress and figure it out and find that desire to be like, okay, I want to go back to the gym. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think I allow myself to sit off a little longer than I should, truthfully. Okay. But, um, and I have to, I think I myself have to figure out a way to get out of that lazy funk. Yeah. Win or lose, really. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, just, it really depends on the situation. You know, I think even like, like my fight, like my fight in New York, my second fight in Bellator was against Talita Noguera. And I was so sure I was going to win that fight. Like we had a great plan for that fight. We were, we were, you know, we were geared up and ready and just, there was just a few things, a few little things that I did that made mistakes that got me, you know, somebody on my jumping on my back, choking me out in a matter of a second and, and get and choke seemed to be my kryptonite. So I think I really, really took a, took a hard, um, gotcha. with that fight because it was just something that I was like, why does this keep happening? And I was just so upset about it and pissed off. And, um, I think even, uh, a little bit with my uh, my fight with Arlene Blenko. Like, that was one where I'm just like, okay, I got knocked out 22 seconds in the first round. That's fine. You know, that that's that was the part that I think I struggled with the most. Like, it's fine that I lost, but yeah. at least let me fight. <laughs> you know, let me get through at least a round or two before if that was, was going to be what, what happens. Yeah. You know, that really upset me because I – but I, I – and I had to find my way out of that to realize I kind of, you know, I don't I, – I, I don't know if I – felt like I wasn't pushing myself enough in camp or what, or if I, again, had too much distractions because I went into that fight a little fogged over and, like, I didn't really realize what was going on or really let it sink in, I should say, until they, you know, they closed the cage, started pulling the banners away, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, I think it, it's, you know, my, I think it really depends on where my mentality was, too, in that fight um, to start with, if I was – you know, super focused, or if I was in La La Land, you know, you know, in in some stressed out ways, then that kind of makes me end up being mad at myself more than anything. Yeah. So, you know, it's again, it's another part of me that's like I, I've kind of, I, I, over these years, I've just learned to be indifferent to it. Yep. Yep. Nice. Well, what's coming up next for you? Any fights booked up uh, for you? September 11th, we're supposed to be fighting um, in Connecticut against Leslie Smith. Oh, are you kidding me? That's going to be such a great fight. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. We've we we been, we been working on a fight um, for September um, since, like, June. Okay. Um, we thought maybe we'd have one in July or so forth. It wasn't happening. Um, and, again, with me having to move back home and everything I had going on, I, I really wasn't ready to – to commit to something so I had to get things settled and you know even when we moved I, I like I took part of my family I was like once we get settled I'll be here for a few weeks and I'm gonna have to turn right back around and go back you know right. I have to turn right back around and go and 
start training and, and do something because I know I'm going to have a fight coming up. So I just, I got to go. Um, yep. Yeah. I came here in July and got started and started training hard. And uh, then my manager said that Bellator was looking at September. I was like, okay, great. I think we can be ready for that. They tried to push to see if I would fight actually on the card that's happening tonight. Oh, um, yeah. August 20th. But I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, I just took a month of training away from me. No, so I just, yeah, I I was not, I wasn't having that one. So they offered me, they pushed it back to September 11th, and then the opponent changed. So I said, okay. Okay. Which, actually, Julia Budd's supposed to be fighting on this card this evening, um, and I was actually supposed to be her opponent. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and, but they wanted that for September, and I was like, cool, let's do it. But then they're like, no, August 20th. I'm like, nah, that's too short. Uh, yeah. I want to have a full camp. I want to do better and. You know, I don't give a shit what people say if they want to say I was, you know, being a coward about it. And I'm like, screw you. It's my camp. I'll do what I want. Yeah. You know, the fight will be the fight will be there. Right. So, you know, I wanted September and they gave me the date. Just the opponent changed. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Next up. Come on. Yeah, oh, that's we're awesome. all going to fight. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to yep. fight each other. So whatever. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, so good. That's going to be a great <laughs> fight. Can't wait for that. Hey, I wanted to transition to a couple fun questions here for us. I've got these things are called pod decks. Essentially, they're just random questions. Uh, so I'm going to pull one out. Hopefully, it's not a flop, and we'll see how it goes here. Go. Uh, this one says, okay, if you were stranded on a desert island and you could choose one person to keep you company, who would it be? I think my partner's probably going to kill me for not saying her, but uh... – I would think my coach CJ, because okay. he he and I sit and have some really cool conversations. Like if I'm gonna be stuck with anybody, it's got I think you know, regardless of survival situations and what you're trying to do, you know, I, you know, knowledge and whatever somebody else has. Because I mean, yeah. I, I guess guess to help me survive, my partner would definitely be number one because she um she's for military. She's very very smart when it comes to nice. um certain things like we, we've sat at lakes and she's taken like sticks and built a little hut out of it before and stuff okay. like that you know she's oh she's brilliant she is she's very brilliant with those that's things. awesome yeah but i think for entertainment reasons i would probably choose my coach cj just because he and i sit and we talk and we bullshit and you know we pick each other and he's, he's a fun guy he's a really fun guy very yeah. cool uh, i'm a music guy so uh, i always have to ask this question what's a favorite type of music or do you have a favorite band um I don't know. My music taste is a little versatile. Um, okay. I used to be a, a huge heavy metal rocker, you know, so I still nice. kind of have those roots. Sure. Um, I don't quite listen to <clears throat> as aggressive of music as I used to, but um, and I, I think just with my age, my mentality has kind of changed. I have stuff that I used to listen to that I listen to now, and I'm like, Ugh, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, totally. But um, yeah, but it depends. I mean, it just I I like a good voice. I like a good strong uh, male voice specifically so like some of the rock bands i listen to they they have really good singers like seven dust and breaking benjamin and Red. Oh, yeah. um you know bands like that whose who singers just excel you know with with their voices kills which engage you know those kind of guys but then i also like um like i've really gotten into rag and bone man i don't know if you know okay. who he is no his song his song humans got really popular off of like a movie and stuff like that okay and um he does a few collaborations here and there, but um, I really like—I really, really like him. He's become kind of a, an artist that I go to when I just got to have that soul, you know. Yeah. He's got like 
southern rock soul feel to his music okay um and then i still you know i still rock out to my older uh my older blues rocks and stuff like i really really like kenny wayne shepherd yeah. um i've been a fan of i've been a fan of that band since i was a kid okay yeah so, i mean like i said it's versatile it really depends on where i'm at and what i'm doing and what i want to listen to um, right on. and even and even like uh my partner and i she's actually got me into a lot of piano and and like lighter orchestras and stuff, and stuff like that because she plays piano so okay. she, you know sometimes she throws on um she throws on certain stuff that's just super relaxing and beautiful to listen to so it just, you know it depends on the moment what we're doing you know if I'm barbecuing i'm gonna listen to one thing if i'm working on something i'm gonna listen to one thing if we're just relaxing and kind of having a leisure day i'm gonna listen to something different it, just, it depends on the on the atmosphere yeah a last question for you describe your perfect day My perfect day would probably involve a nap. Okay. Mine too. <laughs> yeah, my perfect day, well, I find time to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess just my perfect day, just just start off with, you know, coffee with my partner and a nice leisure morning spending time together. And then, you know, a day out working on the farm with a few projects here and there, and just knocking out, you know, small things and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just finding time to enjoy what's around you. You know, and so yeah. many. I think so many people get themselves locked into such a schedule, into such a routine, they forget to just let's just let's just relax. Let's go sit by the lake. Let's go go to the river. You know, let's yep. just go watch the sunset. Let's go walk in the field and hang out with the horses. Like I, you know, and just yeah. So I don't know, sure. just. A day without stress and frustration. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect day to me. Amanda, I wanted to also give you an opportunity to give a shout out to coaches, teammates, sponsors, anything like that. The camera's all yours. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well, I wanted to say thank you to uh, my coaches from Warrior Camp, uh, Pablo Alfonso and uh, CJ Phillips. They've been working real hard with me and uh, just all my teammates from, from out there. Um, just I much appreciate all the everything that they've been doing to get me ready for all this. I, re I really do appreciate it. Um, and then um, I, yeah, I picked up some some pretty good sponsors for this fight, so I'm excited. Um, Iron Jaw Mouthguards uh, came on board. Defense Soap, they've always had my back. Um, Doc Howard from Zionix, um, he's my my chiropractor. He'll be coming actually with me to the show. Um, and uh, my physical therapist uh, Lane Kinetics, he's been really really good to me. Um, Gut Uppercut, my nutritionist. Uh, big thank you to uh, Clinch Gear uh, for supplying my banner and my clothing. Um, my manager from Relentless Sports Management and Marketing, uh, he's been working real hard to get this fight going. He also has um, a new podcast that he's doing out of an infrared sauna as well as a hot sauce called Hot as Balls. <laughs> so well, that'll be on my banner this time. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, um, and then uh, Cryo Recovery Zone out here in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Been a great place to go for me to get my recovery and uh, get in the cryo tube and get my body back up to par. Uh, my family, um, they have their own, uh, my family back home, they have their own uh, uh, home inspection company called Bird All Inspection. So if anybody in the uh, Salem, Lebanon, Oregon area needs a home inspection done, give Bird All Inspection a call. Um, also a, um, a local sponsor that I picked up who is really good friends with my partner. Um, these two gals, uh, they run a farm called Naked Acres Farms. Um, they've been, they've come on board with just some good support and uh, yeah, so just everybody who's been out there supporting me, who's cheering me on, and 
bringing me good wishes and stuff. I much appreciate all you guys. Um, my partner has been through hell and back <laughs> with this camp, but she's, she's, she's wonderful. So, I mean, I love her and I thank her so much for, for being strong and being supportive of everything we got going on. So thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate the time you spent uh, giving me this interview. Really, I do. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching the show today. I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below. Leave us a review. Share this video. We want to get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm going to continue to bring on the best guests possible from world changers, entrepreneurs, success-minded people, and the best up-and-coming fighters, real fighters, real stories. We are creating visionaries here on this channel. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.